in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to A Show Called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. Get a haircut. Yeah. Yeah, get a haircut, it's gone, Chris. It's gone from bald to fluffy in the last two weeks, but it yeah. is going back. You look like you... Not that I, I... Even if we were allowed to touch, I, yeah. I'm not sure I would, but if I, I would, were no, to touch I, your I head... I would glass you before you got the chance. <laughs> I, 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 you, you're looking kind of um, velveteen, kind yeah. of. Um, Thank you. I'll like take a, it. Like a Sylvanian family. I was going to say. say, I was going to say you look like a Sylvanian family version of Vision from the I'll Avengers. take it. I'll take yeah. it. Because you've got quite a pronounced widow's peak at the moment. Which... He's, he's looking very good for a dead man. Oh, the spoilers. He, oh, oh, yeah. Can no I ask a really stupid that. question? Sure. What is a widow's peak? I don't think I've ever really... I think no. it's just it's that it's the hairline thing where you get like a a, a point mm. and then it goes. It's yeah. It's this. Yeah. So if I'm pointing to my head, there's like a gap in between the bit at the front, and then the rest oh, of well, your hair. I don't. Oh, do you think that has to have the gap? Because you don't have the gap. No, I don't have the gap. So I have. It... I do have a lopsided hairline. I may have mentioned this before, but I have. You, you if you look at it like this, you can see that one side is higher than the other. For your I've, horns. Had that, I've had that since I was 16, so that's nothing to do with my age, thankfully. Sure. That was very. Um, that was never really noticeable when you you had your kind of epic fringe. Do you not think I, it was all um, it was all there? But I, my hair will be growing back, and I will be back to normally uh, doing the sweep, which is exactly it, it generally why I do does. Sweep. It generally does grow. You know, I hope so. Otherwise, I would not have done it. Remind, <laughs> remind me again, what prompted you to yeah brutalize your face? Well, my like barber that? at the moment, like most um, of everything, is closed, and my hair was getting pretty long, and I thought. In the first lockdown, I should have done it, so I just went, "Ah, oh, let's just do it," and then I it, it did look crap. Still does, <laughs> but it but hair grows. I keep reassuring myself that hair grows. It does. It's weird. Like I feel the during the summer when I didn't shave my head, but I I, I took it down to like the longest setting on my razor, which was like a twelve. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, feel... that's that's nothing. That's just like whispering at it. Yeah, but you feel very, <laughs> you feel very exposed, though. You feel like vulnerable, like a Lego man. You know, yeah. Like I, as much as I don't like the look of it, it has it has been joyous not having to sort my hair out every morning. Yeah, it, it, when it, I shaved my head, it was the same. Like I was, I was happy to have no maintenance, mm. but unhappy with how I looked. When, for sure. When did you shave your head? Uh, second lockdown, which was. No, I like, I like that we all live our lives concept. by which lockdown we shaved our heads. <laughs> it's almost a year. Yeah. Oh my god, it is, isn't it? Fuck. Um, yeah, I just did it for the same reason. It was getting out of control. I couldn't go anywhere, and I wanted, I wanted to be done with it. And I knew I wouldn't see anyone except for you guys on these Zoom calls. So I thought, I'd ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because you came, you came by the house yesterday. He stayed outside. I should say. Oh, nobody cares, John. He's a lawless. Socially a distanced, law- of course. If you care about this, if you care about stuff like that, you're listening to the wrong podcast. (laughs) 
Well, um, Nick, uh, Nick desperately needed uh, some paperwork signing. Oh, sure. And, uh, yeah. But we did it in a very hygienic way. So uh, I'm, not inter- I'm not interested. Nick stood on the porch and, you know, we, we took like a really long pen and yes. we kind of like signed it from sure. a distance. And then we both sliced our thumbs yeah. and just like pressed them together to like seal it, you know, okay. to really make it official. But apart from yeah. that, we were like super, super hygienic. It was well, so hygienic. You know. Yeah. It was like the most sterile blood packed I think I've ever done. Yeah. Tradition outweighs, outweighs um, <laughs> hygiene, I would say. And I'd done like so. ten blood packs that morning, so like of yeah. of yeah. those, this was definitely like right up there. But I most mean, at this hy- point, you're, you're, sure, sure. you're reopening wounds that have barely healed, uh, just just to crack on with those blood packs. But they had to be done. <laughs> so I cut myself shaving this morning. <laughs> oh, which I don't do very often. But you know when you can feel yourself cutting cutting yourself with the shaver, and it's like oh Jesus, Ooh. oh, boy, and then it didn't it didn't stop bleeding for quite some time. Uh, Did you when? When you start, as a, as a young as young men, kind of burgeoning, c- coming into your manhood, when did you um, when did you when you first started shaving? Did you were you wet shaving or were you dry shaving? Like well, the-, the problem I had when I was and I still can't grow a proper beard. It's a, it's a source of great embarrassment to me. It's a lack of character. My, right? When That's my beard first on. came in, there was only one bit, so it was like a it was like the size of a penny in one <laughs> specific bit. Like under what, on your chin. Adam's apple, kind of. Yeah, like. But <laughs> oh no! It, only, it still only grows on my neck now, but it was just a penny size, That's and I was bizarre. like, "I can't grow this. I'm just gonna have to shave this every day." So I wet shaved it pretty much every day to avoid just that the patch. Inevi- yeah, that patch to in- avoid the inevitable ridicule. And you were but right the- in on the wet shaving. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Fair play. fair play. So I'm about to admit something I don't think I've ever admitted to anyone. I have never wet shaved in have my not. life. Not. No, my dad never taught me from the off. He gave me a beard trimmer when I started to get the, mm. the bum fluff because that's what he used. He was like, there you go. That'll do. And that's, I've always used beard trimmers. That's, I've never wet shaved. I couldn't, you... I couldn't teach someone else how to do it because I've never done it's it. Very, it's very easy. I mean, I've, having said that, I did cut myself this morning. But <laughs> it is, I mean, it is pretty easy. <laughs> well, I didn't start. I didn't, like, I'd never, I never wet shaved when I was younger. I only started doing it, well, within the last 10 years. Okay, and even well, then, like, I better. very, very rarely go kind of clean shaven. But mm, I remember, like, the first time I, first few times I was wet shaving, for some reason, we had, like, a bag of, like, disposable Bic razors. Nice. Sure. And I was like, sure. I'll just use these. No need, no need to get a fancy one. Oh, that's, It'll that's, be fine. That, that's, that's just worse than rubbing your face with sandpaper. <laughs> that's the thing. I remember, I remember going to get my hair cut. And this was maybe, like, after, like, the third time I'd, like, wet shaved. And I remember, like my barber, like very kind of like like in a in a kind of like um, brotherly way, going like, "Hey, uh, next time you come in, I'll 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 do, I'll do you a shave. Yeah. It's fine." You know, you were like and covered I'm, in plastic. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like I think I had chunks missing, like out of my cheeks. Oh my god! I think I had um, when I used to go to that that, that hairdressers. They um, I was I was leaving once, and I remember I was just getting on my bike, and the guy came running out of the barbers after me and he and he caught up with me and he was like hey hey do you do you want a free do you want a free wet shave oh this is i know I, this happened to me as well in the same what, location because i worked near this left. place you'd left and he came running out and said yeah i'd gone a free- for a haircut and he came after me and he said hey do you want a free do you want a free wet shave yeah. and i was like uh uh yeah yeah i've never had one before that'd be great and because they were like they didn't really offer it, so they were they'd been having training, 
Right. And then they were gonna, they wanted yeah. like some people to test it on. Yeah, we I'd were guinea so pigs suspicious. basically. I'd be so suspicious of this. A man chasing me down the road with a with a razor, with a yeah. razor, <laughs> saying, <laughs> with a naked blade, saying, "Come back into the place you've already left." Because we really, we really want to shave you. We like, really, that's really that want to get this this blade really close to you. <laughs> now I'm going to be honest with you. If it had been, if it had been any other establishment than a barber's, like if I just come out of a cinema and sure, the manager ran weirder. after me with a blade and was like, yeah. "Come back in, I want to shave you." Yeah, that's sure. That's weirder. Yes. Yeah, I'll that is a little that. weird. But it wasn't like the same day. I had to like book an appointment and come back. But that that's the oh. same as that's the same as saying, "Oh, I went to the barber's and they wanted me to come back in and watch a film." That would be <laughs> that that would be weird. Yeah, although yes. you can have your hair cut while you're Context is movie. everything. I don't know. Yes. So, so yeah, so that's a good point. Context is everything. So I wasn't too weirded out, and I took them up on their generous offer. Yeah. And I came back like a week later, and it was horrendous. It was agony. Yeah. yeah. It was absolute really? agony. Did so they yeah. you? I got lucky, because I, I, they came to my office and say, hey, come have some wet shades. But another guy in my office went as well, and he said it was horrible. Mine was okay. Yeah. Did they? So, so did they cut you? No, it was like, well... Because their chair, right off the bat, didn't have a headrest. Nice. So they were like, okay, we're just going to lean the chair back. And I was like, well, there's no, no for my head to go. And they're like, yeah, you may want to sh- like shuffle down a bit, sir. So I had to kind of like hunch down, oh my- which was really <laughs> uncomfortable. And then he's like, okay, we're just going to put like a hot towel on your face. I'm like, oh, I've heard about this. This will be nice. So this hot be nice, towel, yeah. very relaxing. Can't complain at this point. And I think I think what a, what a proper barber would have done after that would be to... Maybe use say an electric razor to take off like the top. some of the the bulk of it. Yeah, you wouldn't sure. just go straight in with a blade. No, no, because you could go over the surface of the hairs, couldn't you, and just yeah. sort of flatten them down. But he did, but he was doing it, and I felt like, and I was just staring up at the ceiling, so I couldn't see anything. But I felt like every, he was like individually pulling out like every hair in my face. Oh it was kind of like snagging. God, yeah. And I was there for ages. I was there for like an hour, and. <laughs> They do it, and then they're like, okay, we're just going to put another hot towel on, let your skin calm down a bit. I'm like, okay, you know. And then I'd hear like people going like, yeah, oh yeah, 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 oh yeah. Yeah, I'd hear like conversations going on above me. I'm like, like, yeah, what? the whspers, like, this, what's, this, what, what's going on? And then this, like... It shouldn't be like this. It shouldn't be like this. I know. And then they, <laughs> Why is there so much pus? <laughs> it's so thick. And I, but like, you know, they, they, they cut a bit more. And they're like, they've got to be done. They've done like every bit of my, every inch of my face has tasted the blade. And then they're like, let's just go back in. Let's just get a little bit more, a little bit more. Oh God. And like, I've, I've felt you go off, go like across my entire face. And then they're finally like, okay, you're done. And I, I kind of like, you know, climb up and I'm like, I'm like, it kind of looks all right. It looks a little sore in places. And then I left and I got home and I looked at it closer in a mirror and I had like tufts, like, you know, little <laughs> like pokey bits of hair. Oh my and my fa- God. And my face was so sore. Like they just like carved my face up. What the hell? I mean, why and did I- they even think they could do it? They clearly had, like, I think I think I would do better if you I probably would. wet yeah. shave tomorrow. Yeah. Well, they called, they called me back uh, and, and the guy called me back like afterwards and said, hey, um, I'm so sorry. We're just wondering, like, can, we, can we get some feedback on like how, you know, how, how do you think it was? And I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. It was really painful, actually. It was really uh, kind of yeah. like uh, uncomfortable. Uh, and they're like, oh, OK, right. And they kind of <laughs> like, broke down. like they were expecting it to be like glorious feedback. Well, the conversation ended. And then later on, I got a call back from their manager going like, hey, yeah, so... I, I, you spoke to like Kevin earlier, and I understand you weren't happy with with the free shave you got. 
And I was like, yeah, well, you know, he asked for feedback. And I know you said you were training up people. I was like, but to be honest, I said it was just quite, it was very painful. Yeah. You know, and I don't think he, and I think he missed bits and everything. And, and, and they were like, yeah, yeah. Maybe your skin was like super sensitive because you'd never had a wet shave before. I was like, no, no, I, fuck I, I don't, off. don't think it was that. that. Was it? No, you fuck off, sir. Don't put that back on the customer. You he shit. Was, they were super defensive about it. They were I like, don't think, I don't think you can start blaming customers' skin. Yeah. I think that's it's a like, bit. That's a bit un un one. Let's newly. let's be honest, Mister Manager, sir. Kevin came at me with a hatchet, <laughs> and he did so for Ooh. an hour. <laughs> what, <laughs> like, what would have been worse if he decided, well, well, Mister Look, I'm sorry you didn't enjoy your wet shave, but it turns out that that man has no association with our business whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Um, where did you say the wet shave was? In a yeah. phone booth. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably part of the problem. That's not that man isn't affiliated with us. <laughs> Look, it seemed completely above board. And the moment I climbed into the back of that van, like, I, I thought I was in for a very, you know, special time. I, I wanted to is, feel, I wanted to luxuriate. Yeah, I got in the van and there was a lot of hair on the floor in the van. There was a lot of skin in there as well. I thought you were say there was a lot of people. <laughs> a, a lot, lot, of, of, a lot people. of people just lying, lying all, spread eagle in the van. They were all tied up. Um, I mean, and, and it I must thought, have been good because how else yeah. would you get like 15 bearded men into the back of a van? Like, you know, quality speaks thing. for itself. Mm. Yeah. It does. It does. The crowds, the crowds come for when the service is good. Well, yeah, there's a story for, for us all. There's <laughs> <laughs> a moral there, I feel. Yeah. Fa- fast forward to the present day. I quite enjoy um, the, the ritual of shaving. It's like a, it's a nice little break from the world. You love a good ritual, John. I you? do love a good ritual. Yeah. Like your yeah. coffee making, your shaving. Yeah. The, the, the habitual punching of the milkman when he arrives. All those. All he, those he had it coming, rituals. that milkman. Yeah. I made that one up, by the way. That's not a real thing. <laughs> no. I mean, no. I mean, like, he, he wishes I punched him. Yeah. You know, that that would be an improvement. A marked a marked well, improvement. Well, when, he, when he regains the power of speech, he'll be able to tell you himself. <laughs> not, when he, not when he locks eyes with me across the courtroom. <laughs> and the man, the man who hurt you, is, is, he in the, is he in the courtroom here today? I'm just like, shaking my head. No, 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 no. I don't know what you're talking about. You're just there in the stands or whatever it's called, just like just nodding at him, like just doing, the, just doing the cutthroat symbol. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. I will kill you. When you would you ever trust yourself to let alone wet shave your face, but to wet shave your head? Like I thought when you were going to say my balls. Um, no, I wouldn't do my balls. <laughs> no. I wouldn't do my balls. No. <laughs> Um, wet shave your own head. I think that would be hard because there's a lot of other angles. Yeah, I have a friend. Um, I have a friend who does wet shave his head. Really? Um, and he does it fairly effectively. In that, I can't see any problems with it. I have a friend who must wet shave his head. Thinking about it, because he is shiny bald all the time. But I, I've never heard from him how successful he is. I mean, yeah. I suppose it kind successful. of scabs over after the first attempt. It becomes I guess like so. leather. Yeah. How do you or, do the back though? It's tricky. Like, that must... Yeah, practice. I reckon. Practice probably, yeah. <laughs> when you when you buzz your head rev, didn't you have like a weird like circular blade sort of thing, like a like a like a. No, hand I had buzzer. a. I that was the uh, dry shaver I used to use on my face. I have actual hair clippers because I used to shave my head when I was about fourteen to about eighteen. Uh, so I just those still work. So we just use those without the guard on. Yeah, we about there's those ones you can get that are like a, like holding a hockey puck, aren't they? Yeah, and then you mm. just rub it all over your head, and it just does it. All I think those way. are those are probably easier. Mars is yeah. just like a a flat shaver. Ah, right. I, I was wondering if there was an equivalent for like wet shaving your head, like a kind of hockey puck with like three spinning <laughs> blades. Or blades. But that that could go disastrously wrong. 
Yeah, oh, I think yeah. that's oh, called. Yeah. Um, I think that's called a shuriken. That's what the ninjas <laughs> yeah. uh, developed it for initially. <laughs> I think that's called a like a magic bullet, like one of those blenders, and you just take the top off, yes. and now you've got like a, a like a slap show. chop. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, the idea of shaving my head gives me the heebie-jeebies. Whereas really? shaving my face is obviously a natural occurrence, but shaving my head, I just feel like I would do something wrong and it would hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that the neck is probably the most like vulnerable place yeah. when it comes well, to exposing it to a blade. I have to shave my neck. More hair grows on my neck than my actual face, which is disappointing. Have you ever, have you ever let it, let it run wild? Get like a proper chin strap? Not really. It, get, it gets annoying. Mm. I try. I, I say. I keep saying, "Oh, I'm going to grow my beard out," and by about. Let's say ten days. I'm just like forget this. By ten p.m. Like, yeah, no. by ten p.m. Forget this. So no, I've never done it. I don't think I ever will because I think it'll look terrible. I've got a friend who can grow a beard inside twelve hours. That's a good. I, I I I've been with him and he sh- he wet shaved in the morning and by like seven or eight o'clock at night he already had a beard. Jesus, <laughs> just Louise. like what? It's insane. That's impressive. Yeah, powerful stuff. So. Who's got a hate? Oh, I'll, I'll do a hate if you want. Oh, yeah, go oh, on, why not? Oh, yeah, do a hate. Seeing as we're doing the show, we might as well do one. Um, oh, shit, are we recording so, this? Oh, yeah, apparently. Okay. I said, I, I said I'd record all our conversations from now on for the minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my, my hate is when people give themselves a nickname. Okay. Now I, right. Now, okay. I, I appreciate that people have nicknames and there are different ways of acquiring them. But it's when you, say you go up to someone, and this happened to me at university, you go up to someone, hey, nice to meet you. And you shake their hand and he goes, oh, my name's... Uh, well, I'll give you the name of the guy I'm talking about, Sean. Okay. Uh, this was a guy at uni. Uh, he didn't say but, that, uh, did he? I hope he's not listening. He's like, hi, my name is uh, uh, Sean. No, not like that. He said, he said <laughs> uh, it in a say, much, more, in a much more smooth way. Authoritative it's, sort of way, like yeah. someone who would know their name, for He example. was basically one of those people, you know, who don't make friends in the first year of university, so they become like a student liaison officer. <laughs> he, was one, he was one of them. Anyway. Yeah. He's not listening to this. Um, so he goes, hi, I'm Sean, but everyone calls me. And I can't remember what his nickname was, so I'll just use one I'm making up because I can't remember okay. what he actually said. Hi, my name's Sean, but everyone calls me the dingo. It's like... <laughs> it's like Do they? Do they? And, I'm, and because you're trying to fit in at university, at the time I went, oh, hi, dingo. Nice to meet you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But someone who gives themselves a nickname like that and it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like if I say, if I say my name... I'm Chris. I'm, my name's Christopher, but call me Chris. That's obviously an organic nickname that mm. you can give yourself, or Nicholas, or Jonathan, Nick, and John. Whatever, that's fine. But if you give yourself something random, and you've just said, "Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call myself the Dingo from now on," I want to be cool. Dingo. It sounds cool, yeah. and it, and it makes me more interesting as a person. But that's yeah. But that's a choice. Like he made a choice there, didn't he? Because that's. But, it, but what I'm saying is, it's the wrong choice. <laughs> I'm also saying it's a lie because even if. He genuinely, either that's his genuine nickname. This is the or thing. He's but, like, but he's he must have given himself that nickname. Call me the call me the dingo. He's giving. He's need telling to, me to call him that. We need to get to the bottom of the situation of whether he's saying call me the dingo because yeah. he literally is called the dingo by others, and he's he's trying to further further that. But which I, I think yeah. is I don't an artificial furthering. I don't go up to people because my I'll, and I'll explain the origins of my nickname shortly. My sure. nickname is Rev. Yes. You have a number but of I have a number of nicknames. A number of aliases. And I'll explain about that shortly. Uh, but I wouldn't go up to someone, I don't know, and go, hi, my name's Chris, but call me the Rev. <laughs> How much of a dick would I look yeah. if I said no, that? I completely agree with you. What I'm getting at is that there's there's two kinds of, 
of asshole behavior here we're talking about. Sure. There's one where they actually have earned the nickname and they're trying to mm. artificially prolong it. Yeah. Or the potentially worse option is they're not actually called this at all, but they're trying That's to the start problem. one with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it yeah. could be either of those, but neither is good. Because <laughs> if I'd earned the nickname Dingo, yeah. I'd be like... That's quite cool. I'll you, take that. You would think, you would cool. think someone who's got the name the Dingo, for example, that wasn't what he was called. It was something. I, I've been trying to think and I can't remember. Anyway, they would have had an inc- a memorable encounter with a Dingo or something of that kind. And people have gone, hey, that's cool. I'm going to call you the Dingo. Yeah. And you're like, oh, all right, fine. I've got a nickname. That's cool. But don't call yourself the fucking Dingo. No. But, but, but the, only, the only defense I'll give the guy is when, you, <laughs> when you're moving away to university, if you've like you're leaving like say secondary school you've mm. spent like your entire young life with a group of people sure. and you've been building up kudos or maybe everyone hates you who knows <laughs> but like you but that's you the, make... that's the problem you're giving a false impression of yourself you're trying mm. to make yourself look more interesting and dynamic than you actually are no. yeah, by giving my... yourself that nickname yes I, but my point is like if 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 it was a genuine nickname he'd earned at home mm. it's like if 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 for, there was a, an amazing incident and he was ended up being called Vidingo. Sure. It's like, <laughs> I'd be so proud of that. When I went to a new location, You'd I'd want be like, to continue. yeah, but, yeah but I, I can't lose this. I wouldn't this. give myself that nickname. I'd, I'd, I'd organically have a conversation that said, and, you know, because sometimes at university, that kind of thing can come up. What, have you got any nicknames? Just as an icebreaker. And you can yeah. go, well, actually, yeah, this interesting thing happened with the Dingo and everyone at home calls me the Dingo. And I'd be like, huh, that's cool. Anyway, it Sean. would be. <laughs> anyway, sure. It would be weird, though, wouldn't it, if you'd spent your whole childhood being called the Dingo, and then you go to uni, and someone asks what your name is, and you're like, "Well, fuck, I can't say the Dingo. I can't say hi. I'm the Dingo." So I'll but say some people, I'm sure. But some people do. That's the that's the problem. I don't but think you should it, be allowed to introduce yourself with your nickname. But like what that. I what I'm saying is, is that like that that is potentially more their name now than yeah. Sean, and that maybe he's trying to like keep that going because he, yeah, he, but that's, he needs it. That's, it's hard so when, that's like hiding behind an, an alias, isn't it? But it's true. hard when your nickname is like your rad something. Yeah. The, the, like yeah. The, the Dalai Lama. That's yeah. a nickname, I believe. That's, yeah. his, that's his nickname. That's not anything. And the Pope Hi, I'm, well. I'm, I'm Jeff, Pope, but yeah. you can call me uh, the Dalai Lama. But if <laughs> um, if um, he, he just introduces, hi, I'm Dingo, that's a bit more forgiving. I no, might be like, no, it isn't. That's worse, I would say. <laughs> I don't know. I've not That's met worse. every family on the hi, planet. Hi, hi, I'm Dingo. What, your parents called you Dingo, did they? <laughs> you Fucking wouldn't say you... that. You'd be a right <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'm the asshole. Yes. No. <laughs> your parents didn't call you that, you shit. <laughs> I would. I would I'm going to make up your, a name what's for your you. Actual your actual name? What's your actual name? What's hi, your I'm actual Dingo. Name? No, you're not. Come on. <laughs> you're not. What if his, what if his full name is... What if his full name is like uh, a Dingaloid or something like that? Or... The, difference, the difference being that if someone else had come up to me, his mate, or someone who had met him previously and go, ah, oh, over there, that's the Dingo. Okay. What if, um, I'll accept what if he that came because up? He, because you've given him that nickname and you've chosen to call him that. He's not given it to himself. What about, what if he came up and he was like, hey, I'm Sean, but everyone calls me Dingo. Is that, that the same? Still, no, I still don't. Like that, I would want to. I would want. Hi, Sean. Nice to meet you. I want to get to know you, not your alias. <laughs> but, but I don't want I to. Know, the dingo the sounds. The dingo sounds like an arsehole. I want to get yeah, to but know the Sean. problem is, the problem is, you're like, I want to get to know you first. So you're going to be like, hi, uh, hi. What's your name? He goes, oh, my name's Sean. But you can call me. And you're like, no, 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 no. 
no, save it. Let's get to know each other. And then you go, what's the most interesting thing about you, Sean? And he goes, everyone calls me the dingo. Because like, you guarantee that is the most interesting thing about the dingo. Yeah, if you don't, then, if you don't like, oh, that's really interesting, Sean. Please tell me more. And then <laughs> if you, you don't the let story. him do it, if you don't let him call him, say that his name is the dingo, he will find another way to get that into conversation as soon yeah, as possible. That's And that's slightly more acceptable, but don't ask me to call you something that's not your actual name. <laughs> I if, love I, if I if someone come up to me and goes, right, is the is the situation. <laughs> so so situation. hi, I'm Sean, but everyone calls me the dingo. I would say hi Sean, nice to meet you. If he said if he said that that to me. And then he just he just look at you and be like uh? didn't you hear what I just said? I just said everyone calls me the dingo. Yes, I yeah. did hear that, Sean. And I want to get to know about that. <laughs> I still think but I don't be, want you're the asshole. I, I, I think you're you the asshole. Insist, <laughs> I don't want you to insist that I call you that because that's not your name. But it's maybe a name it is you've his given name. yourself to make yourself seem more fun than you are. <laughs> but what if it? But what if he hadn't chosen it? Like, what if he'd genuinely been bestowed the name Dingo? Fine, at some and that's. Point? A, I accept that someone can get a nickname through whatever means, but sure. don't introduce yourself as being that thing. Uh, because that's when just. When are you supposed to just... slip it into conversation? No, I don't because because you would you would organically find that out. I don't want someone to tell me what I should call them when it's not when it's something stupid like that. It's like. My name, I don't know, my name is Alexander, but call me Alex. That's fine, because that's part of your name. That's a shortening sure. of your name. It's not so, a random thing. So hang on, let's let's drill down into this, because I'm not someone who's had a nickname, so mm. I don't know what this is like. But you, Chris, as you said earlier, you do have a nickname yes. in well, I, Rev. I, yeah, I, as a youngster, never had a nickname, and I always thought, oh, it'd be quite cool to have a nickname. But if I don't, that's fine. And, and I would never introduce myself with one. But what <laughs> happened, what happened years later is... Um, at secondary school, our friend was having a pen pal from America come visit or something. Right. So all the all the boys thought, oh, how can we impress uh, this American coming right. over? So we, what we decided was to give ourselves titles. So somebody <laughs> attempted to buy a lordship, and I actually got ordained by the Universal Ministries of Milford, Illinois, <laughs> to, to become rev- a reverend. But I never said that's now my nickname. People then just no. organically started calling me Reverend and Rev and whatever. And that's sort of stuck with, the, yeah. with several people. It's a great story. So so that's the story of how I'm known as Rev. But I yeah. would never go up to someone and go, hi, hi, my name's Chris, but everyone calls me the Rev. But here's what I'm trying to get to. Do you like being called Rev? I, yeah, I don't yeah. mind it. I call and... you, like, interchange. I, I call you Rev quite a lot yeah. to the point where it's become... Calling you Chris is that, really weird. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But here's what's strange, weird. right? Because because when I first met Chris, mm. he did not introduce himself as "Hey, I'm Chris, but call me Rev." I've I heard would never, you, I would never do that. You wouldn't do that, no, as you, as you've made no. very clear. <laughs> <laughs> so, but obviously, I've heard John call you Rev yeah, a lot, sure. but I don't feel like I can call you Rev. So no, now, no. now, <laughs> now you have you this. You, want, you can if you want, but it's your yeah. choice. I want it to be but, your choice. But, it, but this is the thing. It feels weird for me to, yeah. to to call you something that I have no concept of the history of. You've told me the story, but I wasn't exactly. there. Exactly. So, wasn't then, for, I was so there I wouldn't. I wouldn't make you become a victim of that story by insisting <laughs> that you call me Rev. But is it weird for you to be called both Chris and Rev? No, I respond to both. And Rayman. Rayman, Rayman, I respond to. That's just, again. That's just sort of an offshoot of my name. And that was given to yeah. me by someone else. That wasn't something I said. Start calling me Rayman, please. But again, like I call you Rayman as 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 easy as as easy as breathing. You know, like yeah, again, I actually you... will call you Rayman sometimes. Yeah, you get yeah. It. yeah. 
That's so what you're know, saying is I don't I don't mind nickname, and if you've got a cool nickname, I'm all for that. That's great, nice one. Okay, okay, so so bear with me here. It's 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 the first half term mm. of your first semester or term at university. You've had a great eight weeks with with Sean. He's always just been Sean to oh, you. Oh, I knew fingers with Sean. I knew him for like a week, and then I never saw him again. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, As hypothetically, probably because I insulted Sean, him. Sean is like, <laughs> all right, Chris, because because mm. nicknames are off off the table. You go, all right, Apparently. Chris. Sure, sure. Um, you're you're a really cool guy. I've enjoyed hanging out with you. Got mm. a party back home this week with all the mates from home. Do you want to come? We're gonna we're gonna get wasted. It's gonna be amazing. And you're Whee. like, yes, Sean. I would love to come. Yeah. I will come. And I would, you sit I on the train in eight right hours in stony silence yeah. and you get there and you go to the pub and his mates are all like, dingo, dingo, yeah. dingo. dingo. And everyone's like, dingo, dingo. And they're just like yeah. going ape shit. And you're <laughs> okay. like, and you go, oh yeah. What? And they're like, who, who are you, Chris? And you go, who are you, Chris? Like, who are you? How do I know your name? They go like, who are you? Who the hell are you? And you go, and you go, oh, I, I go to uni with Dingo, and they go, "You weren't fucking there. You you you've not yeah. earned you the right to call him that. <laughs> you can't call That's him fine. that." I I would say I'm terribly sorry. Please, we expl- bled. Please, please explain the story to me of the Dingo, assuming I don't already know it, and I and then I will decide myself whether or not I will refer to him in this n- ridiculous nickname. For you, what are the what is the qualification for whether or not you would in, uh, start calling him that? <laughs> I that would nickname. need to know the story behind it. And I would, and want, to, I would want to find that out either through somebody else or if I've asked the person in question. So I, saying, I wouldn't want them to just just say to me, oh, I'm the dingo. Oh, why? <laughs> so you're sitting in a village pub with dingo and all his mates. Sure. And they're all telling you over the course of the evening in several pints, they're telling you how amazing dingo is mm. and all the things he's done for the group. And on that <laughs> fateful night, how he earned the title of dingo. Yeah, and you're just like going, yeah. Um, Sean seems like a really interesting yeah. guy. No, but I would, I would, I would. But then I'd say, hey, Sean, I noticed that your friends at home call you the Dingo. Would it be all right if I started doing that? Oh, so like, you, so like, you'd Chris, be open to it. I've been trying. I've been trying yeah. for eight weeks, Chris. To get Chris, I I've been telling you I'm the Dingo day. for eight weeks. Well, I know that, Sean. But what I'm saying is, now I've heard the story. Now, then, like, now I village... can fully appreciate its value, and I don't, and I don't want priest... you to tell me what to refer to as. It's my choice. What, what I the village you. priest walks by the table, and he's like, "All right, lags, haven't seen you in a while. My, how you've grown! I hope you've all been having fun at university. You know, Phil, Pete, yeah. Ben, Dingo. What a joy! Dingo. What a joy to yeah. see you. It but seems then... like yesterday I was christening you. Yeah, that's not that's <laughs> not the vicar. You, that's dingo. not the vicar saying I christen you, Dingo." Maybe that's the vicar realizing it's an organic process getting a nickname <laughs> and making the conscious choice himself to call Sean Dingo. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. Do not give yourself the nickname. Were you ever tempted when you went to uni to reinvent yourself and to take that opportunity to do a no. dingo? Do a dingo. <laughs> trouble is, trouble is with me. I'm so recklessly impulsive that I could never pretend to be something I'm not. Not for long, anyway, because <laughs> you'd change your mind and do something else. I just, I just, it would just, I'd betray my myself because I speak my mind too much. Mm. I so, honestly so say, say you are, you are perhaps the most honest, one of the most honest people I actually know, which yeah. is um, oh, you gotta be a compliment, yeah. I think. Sort of. A compliment. I remember, 
on my very first day in secondary school in year seven, I was at the lockers. Bear in mind, no one knew anyone, you know, literally first day. I was putting my stuff in my locker for the first time. And this kid came up to me and I'll never forget this. His name was Justin Marshall. Mm. And he went, he went, we got to be careful. At, uh, at, he was very confident, you know, very, I was very quiet. Sure. He was like, got to be careful at secondary school. It could get a bad nickname early on. So how about we set each other nicknames now and then we'll be sorted. That's so he worse. said, that's, he that's... said, <laughs> he said, cause he's called Justin Marshall. He was like, I'll be Marshall Mellow and I'll call you Angel Head. And I was you like, sound like desserts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right. Yeah, cool. Because I was very quiet and very scared of everything and everyone wow. and every single possible outcome of the future. And so um, that never, I never really talked to him ever again. And I, I never <laughs> had that nickname. Yeah. I'll tell you that for sure. That It doesn't work like that, Justin. You can't just you Marshall can't Mellow yourself. Your, you can't just go up to people and go, call me this. No. No. Organic process. Thank you. And he spent, he spent entire, the entirety of secondary school talking about some kid called Angel Head. Yeah. And no one had any fucking <laughs> no, he, idea what he was talking about. No, he knew about. what was going on. Me and Angel Head the other day. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like I've never done it, but I feel like I would. I the thing stopping me is the knowledge that I would just automatically fuck it up. Yeah, you know, well, like like that first meeting. You're like, you know, oh, we're having a mixer. It's you know, freshers' week. I'm like, okay, John. You know, okay, this John. Is this chance. is your moment. You know, you can you can put secondary school behind you. You can be like, you could you could be a completely new person. It, this is it. This is your moment. Come on, pick a name. And they go, hey, who are you? And I, I'd be like, hi, I'm um, I I'm um. Um, the, the, the paladin. <laughs> they're like, are, are, are you though? I was like, no. You're the paladin? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. I back out immediately. <laughs> and everyone go like, hey, look, this fucking idiot's calling himself a paladin. <laughs> and that actually might make it catch on. Because if the first thing you do is back out of your nickname, yeah. they'll probably start calling you it out of spite. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. So this is how you do it. We've just cracked it. So what you do, if you want a nickname, here we go. Like Nick, Nick's perfect three steps. Number one hesitantly say that you are something because it sounds like you're not committal. Um, I'm the paladin. And then quickly put a step two, retract it. Oh, no, not really. Um, I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just Nick. Step three, everyone goes, look at this fucker. Yeah. He thinks he can call himself the paladin. And then it's done. It's done. Or, 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 or you're like, like uh, you go for like a really like just badass <laughs> nickname and you're like, yeah, you know, um, folks back home call me uh, Striker, you know, uh, or something like that. And, they go, and they're like, oh, wow, that's a really commanding name. He goes, yeah, no, it really is. I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just a cool guy. And then I would turn and I would put my foot yeah. in a janitor's bucket <laughs> and I would fall down the stairs. And some, he- and some hero would run forward and go, look at this fucking bucket, Ed. And, everyone, and that would be it. Like for the rest, you know, I'd fall... My trousers would come off as I'm falling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, you'd be called like Bucket Bum because your bum came yeah. out. And, that, that's, and that's it. That's another reason nicknames should be organic because they match the person rather than, <laughs> yeah. rather than just making some shit up. I heard a great story about a kid. Uh, a friend of mine told me about a kid in his class who shot himself on like one of the first days of school. Brilliant. And they called him Splatterpants for the next like 10 years. Great stuff. <laughs> great stuff. That's what you. That's the kind. Oh, of, call that, that's the kind of story I'm here for. And then they'd call him Splats for sure. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> there was a kid in Is our it... school. John will remember this. Called his his name was Simon, but one day he had chips, so everyone started calling him Fat Chip. Yeah. And then and then he, for Why? the whole of school he was called Fatty. He wasn't fat. His name his nickname was just Fatty. It was no comment on his appearance at he, all. He, he was, was not he was fat, fat in any way, shape, or form. 
It sounds like your Batty. school was quite like prime nickname territory. It was got, actually. It was your, weird. Your group of friends have got quite a lot of nicknames in there, haven't you? Yeah, because we we know we have we're we're, we're close friends with um, three guys called James, and not one of them goes by James. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Peak, so, Snowy, Dodge, Trainer, Berev. You yeah. sound like like a, like a movie from the eighties, like the Babysitters Club or something. Like you just sound like a gang of youths that all have cool yeah. names. I'm kind I, uh, of jealous, actually. And then you meet, then you meet us, and you think, oh no, that's disappointing. Ah, oh, what a shame. I saw um, somebody somebody tweeted like a few weeks ago, and it stuck with me because so, and their tweet was just basically like, "Why is it that all straight guys have a mate called like Bazzy Pete or something?" <laughs> <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's true. Everyone, everyone has like a Bazzy Pete, yeah, Bazzy Pete, or Deep Chris. <laughs> 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 what are the ones you always bring up it was um, Pim Scutney Pim Scutney yeah. and Rob Gobshite <laughs> <laughs> those are like British British names from the movie Beer Fest but it's the same great. reason you don't call your dog something stupid because if you shout out oh here he is come on deep dish off you come come on let's go <laughs> Chicago town come on Chicago town come in come on ah uh, yeah good stuff oh, delightful well, I think we've come up with some real tangible guidelines for people if they want to. <laughs> yeah, I think if they I want think to either get to a specific by. nickname or get the opposite nickname from what they were hoping for. I think yeah. there's some real potential there. But yeah. remember, remember uh, to let people decide for themselves. Yes. Yeah. And, and at least that way, you might end up with more than one. Yeah. Could or happen. in my case, zero. I've never <laughs> had one. Yeah, I never, I never really had one either. To be honest, jeez. We tried to, we tried to make Lo happen for a while, but it didn't. There's, yeah. only one, there's only one person who calls me J-Lo now. Yeah. It's and weird. that's your wife? No, no, it's oh. Pegram. Yeah, oh, it's, really? It's Pigs, yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, Nick's got a hate, I'm... he said. I, I did say I've got a hate. Nick oh, said I can it first. Wait. Nick it's said fine. it first. You should go last. It's fine. Um, I hate uh, pyrolytic oven cleaners. Oh, my goodness. Wait. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a gear change. <laughs> yeah, let's switch it up and let's get into pyrolytics because I don't think we've touched on this enough. I mean, that was my nickname at uni, but... Oh, that's quite good because it's got pyro and lit in it. Yeah. yeah. That's Fucking how you hell. know it's good. That's how you know. Um, I am, yeah, I'm so... pyrolytic. And then I, I, mean, I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking splatter pants over <laughs> It's Platterpants, he's back for a sequel. Um, yeah, so for those who don't know, these are ovens that clean themselves. Or oh. I should put in inverted commas, clean themselves. Because what they actually do is they just get really, really hot and turn everything inside to ash. Oh. That's, the, that's the principle of it. Um, and I, I got burned. <laughs> Not literally. No, literally um, figuratively. But like, I'm a, I'm a bit scared. I was a bit scared of the idea. Of, of these because it's like that it gets up to like seven million degrees or something in there and it locks the door so that you can't open it because of how I, like, I feel like you've just made that figure up uh seven, no seven million degrees <laughs> all right take that's a couple a of zeros <laughs> do numbers go up to seven million i don't know well, i don't know i mean in this instruction manual they yeah do. um and i was scared of it to start with and then ours literally did explode and oh, we had God. to and we had to call the fire brigade and it was Has a whole thing <laughs> The thing is, this was quite a while ago. Has it stopped exploding yet? <laughs> yeah. So, so what I'm getting at is like, yeah, the explosion of the oven happened quite a while ago. And, th- and this may have come up in the, in the podcast in the past. I can't remember if it did. But either way, uh, it was broken. The pyrolytic thing didn't work properly. It literally burst into flames oh inside the goodness. oven. The glass, the glass exploded outwards from the front of it. It burnt the floor with like burning globules of burning glass. 
And we had to call the fire brigade. He took the whole oven out and threw it into the road. You know, dropped a couple <laughs> Skill of Skill on fire. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of the fiber grade just turned up. Shit, let's get rid of it. Just throw it into the, the area. road. <laughs> it's like a fireball. It's like, 99, hello, 999. <laughs> uh, yes, my, my pyrolytic oven appears. Oh, fucking hell, a pyrolytic <laughs> Jesus Another Christ. Another one. Lads, lads, get down there. Deep dish, come on. <laughs> Bazzy Peak. Yeah. Deep dish, pyrolyt, let's go. Um, <laughs> If there's a fireman called Bazzy Pete, you can guarantee that the fire engine's already out of the station. And oh, then, yeah. and then the, the, the chief leans out the window. He's like, Bazzy Pete, hurry up. <laughs> the guy, like, half-dressed, like, pulling his trousers on as he's running up. What a lad. Running behind, like, carrying a load of hoses under his arms. Come on, Bazzy, keep up. <laughs> Got to get a hose wrapped round his waist. <laughs> he's for a belt. <laughs> so, yeah. So I had an experience. Yeah, I, I, you could say I've, I've been scarred by the fact that I had a malfunctioning uh, pyrolytic oven. But now we've done it a couple of times since the time it exploded. And it hasn't exploded. No, sure. That's good news. Sure, but sure. I'm scared of it every single time. I would be, yeah. Yeah. Because I, like, it's just a big, hot, scary, locked box in my house. And I just find myself sat there just watching it the whole time. And it takes li- like 45 minutes. <laughs> I like that you're so scared but you're not that scared that you won't just clean it yourself. <laughs> well, it's... it's I, I, might be, I might be scared, but damn, I'm lazy. <laughs> I like, I, it's designed... It's like it takes, takes all the stress and effort out of cleaning your oven, but you do have to sit there for 45 minutes staring at it in utter terror. This is the on. thing. Is it actually easier after all? I don't know. I pay a lot of attention to it while it's doing its thing. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to clean it by hand. Have you tried that? Jesus. I've never cleaned an oven and probably never will. I've, tr- like I've tried. No. I do like the idea that you turn it on. As you say, it goes up to like 7 million degrees. Yeah. And like, the only reason you know it's on is that you can see through your skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yes. this, this glow coming from downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like I'm upstairs and I can suddenly just like, I'm squinting, like I'm looking into the sun, but I'm upstairs yeah. like, yeah, like, like four Ow, my away. testicles. I'm like, Ali, have you, have you turned the pyrolytic on? And she's like... <laughs> I can't hear you over the sun. <laughs> yeah, um, we we have a similar oven to the two of you, mm. uh, uh, Nick. Um, oh, the two of I, me. I mean, I mean, the Nick two, and the two and, of Nick's. Yeah, no, Nick, Nick and his and his other half, uh, Ali. Uh, we have a similar oven, and um, we uh, we have never turned on the pyrolytic cleaner. It's better uh, that because way. of your incident. Basically. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Even just this morning, we were saying, like, God, we really should clean the oven at some point. We're not going to turn the pyrolytic oven on, though. But isn't just... your oven, like, brand new? Yeah, it's, like, two years old. Yeah. 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 But, I sorry, mean, that's it's, old it's, enough. It's, it's not likely to explode, but I suppose Nick's was brand new as well. Nick's was younger. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, it wasn't... I wouldn't bother switching it on, then. The age, the age was... Uh, to be fair, the age was irrelevant. I had a faulty oven, which okay. exploded. There you like, go, then. But, but still, like, I, I still don't know if... That's a lot of heat. That's a lot of energy to have... In a sealed box in your kitchen, yeah. just waiting to do something. Like Yeah, because generally when you take like seven million degrees temperature and put it in a sealed box, I generally. think that's what we Wikipedia would define as a bomb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or a few It just keeps getting hotter. <laughs> How is there yeah. more heat? I could have powered the national grid for a week off what happened in my in my kitchen. I, f- I feel like because I've seen your kitchen since the incident. Yeah. And 
I feel that like while wounds heal, mm. uh, your floor has not healed, has it? Because it has not. You have great we big burn a, marks. Oh, we had a vinyl. We have a vinyl floor, and yeah, it's just speckled in front of the oven. It's just speckled with what looks like melted patches where little bits of glass landed and burnt the uh, the vinyl. It's an important reminder of what could happen. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm going to be fixing next week, actually, is I'm going to be fixing that patch of the floor. But it's been ages. We've taken so long to do it. But How, um, how, how, how are you going to fix it? We're going to cut that section of the vinyl flooring out. So basically, it's vinyl flooring that looks like floorboards, but it isn't floorboards. Nice. So I can cut along the edges of where the floorboards are and create oh, put a pot plant over it. A, a, <laughs> put a rug over it. Put, and a rug, done. put a rug over it. There you go. Job done. Yeah. But like maybe, and then cut, we've got more replacement flooring. I'm going to cut the same shape out of that, slot it in. Oh, slot it, slot it. Oh, right that'll in That'll be very satisfying. Hopefully. I'll probably fuck it up. That sort of Let's thing drives right. me mad. Like we, we, uh, we spent months, like if not, yeah, months, like doing all the flooring in this house. Like Lucy and I kind of putting, putting like the little click, click panels together. Click, click. And like in the entire house, it's pretty good. Like we huh. got better as we went along. It's not bad at all. And right in the middle of the lounge, <laughs> one floorboard has has like disconnected. Oh, That's for a, fuck's that is a nightmare, sake. isn't it? And it, so we've put it under a rug, literally, because yeah, yeah. it, it's like, well, what can I do? What can Nothing. you do? Yeah. Because you have to take the, the middle, entire thing off. You'd have to take the whole thing up. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, why did that even put something over it, even if that thing is like glaringly obvious? Yeah. Well, you could put like a model elephant over it. Yeah. And then it would, that'd be good. It would be like the, the, that well known phrase. Make it make it like a centerpiece of the room. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah. a feature. <laughs> it um yeah no it really it really um uh, ground my gears that but yeah. um you put a big put a big thick rug over it it's not a problem. No, no worries, mate. No worries. No, no, no one has to know about it. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't. So um so yeah that's really all I've got to say about that. I'm just <laughs> terrified of my own oven and I hate it. I hate. <laughs> what it. a way to live. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I use it, I'm just scared of it. <laughs> Did you see, there's a guy who, uh, again, the wonders of social media, uh, a guy, uh, you know, like those air cookers? Mm. Yeah, air you know, fryers. Or something an air like fryer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a guy, uh, for the benefit of um, oh, no. uh, society, decided to put a sausage in an, in an air fryer for Brilliant. an hour. Brilliant. For an hour? To, yeah, to see what would happen. Because <laughs> it's meant to, like, cook a, cook a whole turkey in, like, two minutes, isn't it? Or something Jesus. like that. Is it? Yeah. Because it goes it's, to 7 million degrees. So he just kept posting pictures of it. And he's like, he's, he puts his sausage in. And he's like, 10 minutes in. I'm starting to think this wasn't a very good idea. <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, it's like the photos of this thing. And it's just becoming like, it looks like a turd, like, to be yeah, honest. Like, that's what I'm, that's and, what I'm sort of picturing, if I'm honest. Yeah, a black turd, yeah. Yeah, and he's like kind of 24 minutes. My wife has evacuated the house. Yeah. The smell is ungodly. You know, and 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 he's but he keeps going, and it, oh, so it was horrendous, very very funny. But <laughs> the thing that came out at the end, he said, like the smell just completely <laughs> it ruined his his fryer. Oh, that's oh, Gog's fryer now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's with God. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a better place. <laughs> uh, I've got hate. Go on, hit me. I hate the ocean and oh. the unrelenting horrors <laughs> that live beneath its surface. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this feels pretty big. It's, you're surrounded by it indeed and you know that that causes me that gives me trouble like mm. knowing about it and the reason the reason i bring it up is i've been playing uh a new video game well a oh. new video game is it called me. echo the dolphin 
No. <laughs> That's not new. <laughs> oh. No. oh, damn it. Well, it's called it's called uh, Subnautica. It's a couple of years old, but the gimmick is you're on a uh, a spaceship. Sure. And the game opens with the spaceship crashing onto an alien planet. Bad start. So literally the first thing you do is you strap yourself into an escape pod. Boom, you get blown out of the hatch. And, and then like a piece of metal hits you in the head and you black out. Oh, oh. And when you wake up, you're alive, but your, your escape pod is on fire. So oh, you, no. you get out your seat, you hose the escape pod down. The escape pod is just big enough to walk around in. You, you open the lid and you are floating on the surface of the ocean. Oh. And there is no solid ground. You are just... And, and you can see like your spaceship like half above the water kind of like burning in the distance and the game is like off you go ooh and so it's you're, a survival- what, you're literally in the middle of the ocean with, yeah, with nothing a, with nothing yeah it's oh. a survival game and I'd probably just switch it, it, it off it is both <laughs> the game stressful. is like, the game is beautiful like uh, you go above the ocean ah there's nothing it's just flat water and blue skies you go under the water and there's a rich deeply realised underwater landscape to uh to uh, explore it is a work of genius and beauty and it produces an experience i can only describe as deeply unpleasant <laughs> because it is it is monstrous um you uh you land in a the area you immediately start exploring is called like the safe shallows oh, that, sounds nice. that, that sounds nice yeah and there's even a couple of bits but the water's only like five foot deep or something and you can stick your head above water and oh i just stay there it's lovely yeah stand there and and wait to be rescued wait for a fish to come into my hands yeah well sadly as reasons transpire rescue isn't coming so you 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 basically have to build a a rocket to escape the planet oh Um, so that's what you're trying to do yeah you have does it turn out the planet is earth uh no what a twist what a twist it turns out the water was actually monkeys yes Yes. You were swimming in monkeys, and they... That sounds about right. There's plenty of the I, That was my next guess. Yeah. Uh, but no, so you, uh, you're in the safe shallows, you know, and, um, you know, there's lots of little fish swimming around. You can <clears throat> you can grab a fish, you can eat a fish, you know. Just raw, like... Yeah, you, or you can cook it, because you, uh, you get, like... Um, you have, like, a Star Trek-esque replicator. Oh, oh well, so, that's handy. So if you find, like, minerals... You can start building stuff. So, so you, you can, can build... replicate more fish. Uh no, no. Uh, plenty of fish in the ocean, as they say. They you know, do plenty say of fish that. in the sea. So, like, I'm going around getting a few little fish. And I'm like, oh, what's fish? What what's this fish called? Oh, it's called a peeper. Oh, num num num. It's delicious, you know. Mm. What's and this then... fish called? Dingo. Oh, cool. Oh, dingo. Yeah. All right, dingo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if it, if he was given that name, that's fine. <laughs> And there's, well, things like, it gets, there's a couple of, you know, and then there's this fish, I can't remember what, what it's called. It's a bit like a shark, you know. Okay. It's mm. maybe like the size of a shark. And like the first time you run across one of them, it makes like a little screamy noise and comes at you, gives you like a little nip. And I'm like, oh, gosh, that was, that was startling. But you know oh. what? Not too bad. Only took a oh. bit of health off. I'm sure there isn't anything worse in this game. Of course. And then you, you build like a little, a bigger, you build like a little sea buggy thing to like kind of swim along with got a little propeller and then you build a bigger submarine and then you build like a really big submarine do you build all these things out of items from the ocean uh yes but using a sci-fi builder device so it makes them out of fish bones yeah Yeah. it's mostly made out of fish bones yeah the problem is um like most as as you 
take your submarine into deeper water, the oh, okay. uh, ground kind of drops away from you and oh. it gets very, very dark and you can hear things moving. Oh, no. Oh, and no. it is profoundly terrifying. <laughs> um, I've only had one moment where I, I just outright kind of lost my shit. Uh, there are these Leviathan-class creatures which are just, like, colossal. And, um, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's like uh, I... Um, but you keep I, I, coming I, back, and you keep you keep playing. Yeah. I have played for like twenty six hours. Like it is very uh, enjoyable. Are you saying um, you're scared of this ocean or the ocean? Our ocean. I, I'm scared of every ocean. All the uh, oceans. I, I feel I feel that this um, hypothetical uh, fictional ocean is only reminding me of sure. how terrifying it is. Would sure. you say I, that this game has ruined oceans for you? Mm. Like, uh, I think they're already already uh, ruined. Uh, I was thanks, Attenborough. <laughs> I. Uh, how do you feel I, uh, about James Cameron and his his adventures? Yeah, James Cameron's weird though. He just wants to go live under the sea. I watched a documentary Pandora. with James Cameron recently, and he because I watched it with him. I watched it with James Cameron about James Cameron. He's very he's very self centered. Um, <laughs> then we watched what about me? Um, <laughs> uh, no, it, it was sort of twenty years after the Titanic, and it was all the stuff because he's obviously gone down there quite a few times to finish yeah. the job, and that is that yeah to finish the job. And that is terrifying because obviously you, there are no human remains there, but there are a lot of shoes. Like, what? and it's just mm. yeah, because human remains have obviously been worn away or eroded or whatever. Okay, um, but their shoes don't erode in the ocean, so it's just people's shoes everywhere, and it's but just like that clothes? is haunting. How aren't their clothes? Not really. No, sort of clothes either float away, I guess, or just disintegrate. Uh, but yeah, I guess a guess shoe so. would, shoe would sink, wouldn't it? I guess a so. Shoe? But it's they a are shoe just is immortal everywhere. And it's just like that's, this is horrible. That's really messed up. Yeah. That's really that's gonna live with me. That thanks for that. I swear, I swear right. we talked. I swear we talked about it before. But when I lived in uh, Canada, I lived Canada? in Canada. Uh, you lived when in I, Canada. Uh, the the <laughs> summer I was living in Vancouver, uh, pretty much every day, a foot was washing up on the beach. Oh, you did tell yeah. us about yeah, this. I don't know if you a, did on the podcast, remember, but yes, yeah. you did. I remember yeah. when I was in Canada with you briefly. A guy on the coach beheaded a fellow passenger as well yes that's sort of that's sort of taking this in a different direction but we weren't that on happen. that particular bus but no we weren't on that bus which was good no. news for that's for good us. news for yeah for your psycholo- psychological and it was just like jesus christ what is it with canadians and limbs but figured, yeah what was the deal with the, sh- the feet washing up there was like a shipping container they or something. figured there was a shipping container somewhere out there full of bodies oh and like God. they were kind of the feet were just floating away because like the, the speakers were buoyant or something like that oh, so boys um but yeah the thing about the ocean is it is horrendous yeah like oh, sure. i can't think of any deeper anxiety than being on the surface and i remember i remember once actually when i was at uni we um we went to like a well we went to we were like a dingo like we went like back to <laughs> dingo's hometown once uh for oh, a yeah for like a little party sounds and terrible their, <laughs> and in dingo's local area there was an abandoned quarry Oh no! And they were like, uh, "Let's go, let's go hang out at the quarry. We'll yeah. go and we'll go." I would, we'll say, go... I would say, "No, thank you. I don't I like say, you. I don't like your go. nickname, and I don't want to go to an abandoned quarry with you." Good day. Well, well a, bu- <laughs> a bunch of us went to this this quarry, and um, people just like it was like a massive pit which just filled with water, like sure. God knows how, over how many years. So it was just it was like a big artificial lake, really. Mm. You okay. had to walk quite a bit to get to it. People, we just kind of like hung out on the quote unquote beach, and you know. 
people having a few drinks and just kind of um, now I'm saying it out loud this does sound like at least one of us should have died yeah. like, it this sounds is, like a sound, horror movie it does sound like a teen horror yeah yeah but we um, I remember going out swimming like into the middle of this lake bad idea and the wa- it was the honestly is. some of the blackest water I've ever experienced in my life because it was so it wasn't like time. a natural well yeah well that, that was, my eyes were closed um <laughs> But it was like it was because it was a an artificial, a man-made hole. Mm. It wasn't like a lake would have like a natural kind of curve to it. Sure, this just yeah. went kind of like straight down. Oh my god! And it was this feeling of like that that just goes to the bottom of the earth. It's, that it's like you're f- floating over a hole, which doesn't normally happen in life. You normally, if you're over a hole, you're probably falling down it <laughs> normally. I mean, I don't want to get like into science and That's, shit. That, but basically, that, was, that was too technical for me. I know. So let me just, I'll put it on Break way. it down for me, yeah. Uh, if you're, uh, you'll fall down a hole if you're over a hole, typically. Okay, thank you. That clears that up. Thank you. Does that help that? Cool. Yeah. But when it's, then with, when, but here's a different, here's a twist on it. And mm. when it's full of water, now it's like you're floating you know, over you, the hole. You know, falling down the holey. You know, falling down the hole. Mm. It's, it's like air, but, but thicker, Thick. and wetter, really. Syrupy air. Yeah. Oof. So in addition to just like thinking, trying to imagine what horrors lie beneath it, um, also pretty much like every sea creature, apart from maybe the dolphin, is is a, is a godless monster. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah I think that's why I enjoy fish so much, eating them because I'm like I'm getting revenge. <laughs> in some they way. are they are delicious. Speaking yeah. of Attenborough, years ago when like you used to get like a, a nature documentary at like six p.m. on a Sunday. Oh, you still do? There's a good one on at the moment called something <laughs> oh great cool i'll check That's it a out. great trailer yeah yeah we're, we're, thanks, we're thanks for the sunday yeah. sunday tea times sunday tea time called something let's well, go i remember i remember we it was a little when i was young it was a little ritual in our house you know sunday evening you know we'd have like beans on toast you oh. know watch watch like a Lots watch some wholesome household some wholesome tv you know from the from the beeb and um <laughs> it's a nature documentary about deep deep underwater and i remember like Finishing my beans on toast and going like, "Ooh, that was a lovely, that was a lovely beans on toast." I think I'll have my pudding. What's that? Oh, it's a vanilla yogurt. You know, oh, this will be nice. Oh, and then like I lift it up to my mouth, uh, up to my mouth, and like I look up at the screen, and literally the first thing I see is like the mating rituals of like two types of sea slug, nice. where like they open their mouth and then like another mouth comes out from inside. That's not oh, that's not no. what you, that's not what you want. It was one of the most vividly upsetting things I've ever seen, and I, I still remember it. And I I did not finish that yogurt. Like mm. I, I honestly could not bring myself to eat it. It was so. I heard disgusting. something about sea slugs, and that like the way they have sex in stacks. So like there'll be like a female sea slug, and then there'll be a male sea slug on top of the female, and then another female will come on top of that male, and he can and she can have sex with the male Sweet below. Sweet Jesus! And then they they form towers of sexy time. No. So. No. so Are you sure you weren't world. watching a different type of film? I mean, I have uh, Google knows me quite well now. Yeah. It does it does present me with what I want to see? Yeah, quite rather often. than rather than what you've asked for, rather than what I deserve. Yeah. Um, but in this particular case, I do believe this was on the, the television. Oh, okay. <laughs> the worst thing about the ocean, I think, and it, <laughs> tell me, get ready. Um, it's it's the, where it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't like sand. Um, is that we've probably not seen all of it. No, and I think that's one of the coolest things about it. That's but that's cool. scary, no? Yeah, yeah, but I don't have. I don't have to do it. Like other people can no, risk sure. their lives and go down in. Because I, I remember watching a, one of these documentaries too, and they were in this like 
uh, submarine with this circular kind of pod at the front of it. And they were like, if we go much deeper, the pressure of the water above will crack this and uh, mm. will die, obviously. Oh. And the idea of, j- j- totally freaked me out for, for days afterwards, was thinking about the fact that the pressure is because there's this stack of stuff literally sat on top of you, like a pile of books or whatever. Yeah. And they just weigh, it just weighs a shitload. That's what the pressure is. And I was suddenly very infinitely aware of the idea of being deep underwater and getting crushed. That was a horrifying thought. That's a, well, I feel I'm a bit of an expert now because I've played at least 26 hours of Subnautica, a, popul- a popular <laughs> yeah. video game. Yeah, but you're like Steam. a marine biologist now. Yeah, Basically. no, and, yeah, and exactly. uh, yeah, that's a real fear. Uh, you know, that's, uh, I was having some crushing uh, issues uh, earlier when I was playing. Also, there's um, a legendary fish you might know, of course, the, called the blobfish, which is a very ugly fish, typically when pictures are taken of it. But the reason it's ugly is because it's meant to live all the way down there under loads of pressure. Mm. And it's sort of all contained by the pressure. Ah, when you bring it up, it, it just expands and it, and it basically pops and dies. It's kind of horrifying. Um, and what you're looking at when you look when you Google a blobfish, what you're looking at is a corpse of a bloated. Oh, so all those photos creature. were taken like a second before it just detonated. <laughs> like, yeah, just... and killed the photographer. Quick, you, quick, take the photo now. Take it now. No, yeah. too late. Next one. Oh, great. Yeah, now we're covered in it. Yeah, that was perhaps one of the most interesting things I learned about uh, sperm whales when I was doing a <laughs> degree, because uh, they said they spend like ninety percent of their life at deep, deep depths. So whenever we draw a sperm whale, uh-huh. everyone thinks that's what they look like. But that's what they look like, like one day a week. Like uh... a sperm whale might be entirely kind of like crumpled up like a, I don't know, oh my God. like an old beer can or something most of the time. Oh. Like a car in a car crusher. Ugh. Yeah, the ocean sucks. Ocean's weird. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, We actually have uh, some uh, listener hates and loves what? this week. Did we, Should I, did uh, we request I, those or have they come independently? No, no, because our listeners are all, you know, they're uh, so individuals, they're free spirits. They can oh, yes, that's right. say whatever they like. I, it pays to be reminded of that sometimes. <laughs> uh, how about I um I I read some out. I well, you're the only you. one with them in front of you, John. So that's probably a good idea. Well, I was trying yeah. to kind of you know avoid saying it oh, out, sorry. out loud. Oh, sorry. Oh, we've let them behind the curtain. Ah, oh, they've seen inside the komodo. Okay, so uh, long long time listener and uh, long time commenter uh, Andrew Stevens, friend of the show, says Steve O. Well, he shared a link to uh, an article about oh. how Warner Brothers mm. the cinematic uh, powerhouse um, has set a date for a movie called Wonka. Oh, yeah. Which okay. is to be an origin story focusing on the life of Willy Wonka. An origin story of Willy Wonka? Yes. Okay. Who's crying out for that? Presumably someone wants to watch that. <laughs> well, do you have I to wonder, don't you? It's like a key I demographic I can't, there. The thing is, I can't imagine enough people would want to have that story in front of them that they think, yeah, let's spend millions of dollars making that. It is a weird... Surely, like, there, surely there will be, but then I can't imagine knowing that many people who would. In the story of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, does he not make reference to the fact that he sort of travelled all around the world? That's where we got the Oompa Loompas from. He found them in a deep, dark jungle. He just stole them all away and kidnapped them. That's going to look great um, on screen. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that always goes down well, doesn't it? Enslaving uh, an entire race. Oh, <laughs> uh, how are they? Yeah. Okay, now I want to see this because yeah. I want to know how they're going to deal with it. That. Is, it is a horror, Tastefully. this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so what's his hate specifically? Just that. <laughs> oh, sorry, you want more? <laughs> yeah. 
It just hates I, the I idea. Thought, of I thought that was pretty movie. self-explanatory, really. I mean, what? Like, just the idea of making that film or those sorts of films, or I think he's just saying it's, it's half-assed. It's a lazy well, cash yes. grab. Oh, definitely. Have he said yeah. he is a fan of the one-word title? Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, I, I don't know what you can do with that. Like, you can't call it Willy. No, I guess that not. Would, that would be funny. I'd probably go I mean, watch it, is, it. I'd probably go watch that. It, it's lazy. It's lazy in the sense that, oh, it's an existing property. It's an existing character story. We could just tan, uh, artificially come up with some origin story for him. It's irrelevant. It's also lazy in the title. It's just like, it's just someone barking yeah. Wonka at you and just expecting you to go watch it. Watch this movie. Watch Wonka. <laughs> isn't that like... <laughs> That's the trailer. Like, there's like a formula there, isn't there? Don't a lot of movies do that? When they're expanding the franchise, but they're just not... Just say one word. They're not trying to make it... It's not like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory 2 or yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory colon origins. Well, far, far, be, far be it for me to suggest that the Star Wars franchise is lazy, but uh, we obviously had Solo. Solo when we, we are <laughs> shortly getting Andor... Yes, which is and about the memorable character Cassian from Rogue One. And aren't they doing an Obi Wan Kenobi? Which is which is called Obi Wan Kenobi, which is less lazy than just Kenobi. Oh, they're not calling uh, it Kenobi. It's called Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay, still. But you know, it's, it's, just, call it's it a Obi... similar principle. The thing is, is that a title One. with a title, there's potential for 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 something. You could do something with a title. But it is lazy when you just because of, because the fans already know it's about Han Solo, or the fans already know it's about Obi Wan Kenobi. Let's just call it Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Like, that'll, that'll let's do. just call it solo. Let's just call it Wonka. They should, they should have called Willy it. Um, they should have called it Gentle Ben. <laughs> Gentle Ben, no. As as critical as I am of the Star Wars universe, and I feel deservingly so. Mm, sure. Um, <laughs> I feel there's more scope for expanding uh, even Cassian Andor than there is Wonka. I would yeah, say. Yeah, I would. I would. I, agree, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I don't. Um, yeah. It's like they're trying to build a franchise. Out of out of something, and it's uh, half-assed. It's weird. It's very weird. You'll end up seeing know. how Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was built in the factory. <laughs> but that'd be called Chitty. Chitty, yeah. that would be all or ba- or Bang Bang Bang. Bang Bang. <laughs> 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 bang Bang sounds like a lost Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, and it's just um, it's just it's just like a really somber. Tune. <laughs> really gritty but in the background and you'd have those breakdown videos go if you listen to this uh, somber tune carefully you'll notice it actually plays oh, oh jitty jitty bang bang, jitty bang bang but in a somber way yeah. and it just it's fades like in inception really slow fade in it just goes bang bang coming to cinemas <laughs> November uh, it would it. be like the, the teaser poster would be like a really subtle photo of a car, like yeah. just for headlight or yes. something like that. Yeah. yeah, or just the like the, the tire trim or something. Yeah, and you have like a like a like a like a candy cane like hanging. Yeah. hanging <laughs> I, I off, expect we're like, stealing someone's ideas here, or giving people or giving ideas people ideas. Or the or I mean, if they can make a Wonka, we can pitch them Chitty or Bang Bang. Yeah. What did we call yeah. it? I've, I've forgotten. I'd, <laughs> I, I mean, I would prefer Bang Bang if I'm honest. <laughs> The main character was called like was he called Caracatus Kar- Potts or something? Wasn't that his name? Oh god, Karak- I don't, I don't remember this movie. I don't remember. Yeah. All I know is the cars in it and the child catcher. Yes, but I can't remember catcher. anyone's name. Catcher, catcher, catcher in the, the rye. Oh, got another community hate. We certainly do. Uh, this is from Jack, who is this is nice, a long time listener, first time caller. Oh, hi, Jack. Hi Jack. Hi, hi, Jack. Jack. hi, Jack. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Don't, don't you don't hijack the show, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, so, uh, Jack writes, 
I love a good bit of spam. I like spam. I always Easy have a tin of emergency spam in my house. That's not true. That is true. Really? That is. Well, really? I haven't at the moment because I ate it. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I buy spam just in case. I was going to say something weird and ironic, but you actually have spam in your house. Yeah, well, no, I ate it. You, you well, tried to. You normally I, have spam in your house. I normally have spam in the house, yeah. Why emergency spam? Why emergency or is he talking spam? about emails? I know, he says, I love a good bit of spam. Yeah. Easy to make and really hard to fuck up, even for a stupid college student like me. There you go. Yeah, I spam. mean, you don't have to make it, really, do you? you Maybe he does to... make it. I, um, I grill it. Spam. Yeah, I've, okay. I've fried spam slices and that's pretty good. Yeah. What does it taste? I've never had spam. It's just like it tastes kind of like uh, what's inside a sausage roll. Yeah, yeah. Oh no wonder you like it. It's short for like spiced ham, isn't it? Spare ham. Is it spare ham? No, it's not. Special. <laughs> it could be. It could be. <laughs> uh, spice... Supposedly ham. That's what. It yeah. Is. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm. I'm with. I'm with Jack on that. Nice one. I love Jack. a bit of spam. Yeah. Nice one. It's Jack. Well massive Jack. in Hawaii. Is it? Is it? Why? They love spam. Why? Um, I'll tell you what, a good way is uh, deep fry it. Ooh. Yeah. Deep well, we used to go, there was in... a restaurant in town, in Cheltenham, Chef's kiss. that used to um, put it in batter and deep fry it, and they would yes. present it to you in a spam tin that was, like, shorn off at the top. <laughs> okay, that's weird. It's, it was what good. They... <laughs> what, did they cook it in the tin? Did they just throw the whole... No, 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 they... no, no. They cut... It was <laughs> they spam the tin fritters, as well? and they cut it up. It was just presented in the tin. Served up yeah. in the tin. I think um, like a long time out. ago, we did an episode where a hate was uh, pretentious ways to present food in restaurants. I'm sure we've done that. Oh, that's and sticking something in a tin isn't pretentious. Well, I don't. Know. I, I I think Nick, I would normally agree with you, but I do feel that anything jutting out of a half <laughs> a jagged <laughs> a edge spam tin is not pretentious. <laughs> I think it's probably the opposite. What's and the like, opposite of pretentious? It's it's a ne- call- it's a near miss. <laughs> they call that they call that a Cheltenham a Cheltenham grin. Yeah. Like oh, people have God. got that scar around their face because they've eaten it straight from a spam tin. That's you how you know you're a local. Yeah, never go straight from tin. It is, to an, mouth, it is like. an absolute fucker to get out of the tin though. Spam. Yeah. It takes ages. Because well, yeah. he's been there for at least five years. Yeah, probably, yeah. Maturing. Probably. In that reminds case, me, yeah. I need to get some spam. Yes, you how, do. Uh, um what's it what's his texture like? Is it soft? Is it It depends how you've cooked it. Yeah. Like if it comes out of the tin and it's a lot like corned beef. But it's, I mean, but it's it comes out the tin and you think, dear God, what am I doing? But yeah, then when, that, you, when that... you actually eat it, it's like, oh, this is actually quite nice. It's like surprising the... every time how nice it is. Part of the challenge with spam is getting past that stage. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> it really helps if you've, if you've had it before and you know how good it can be. Because at that stage, I reckon a lot of weaker people bail. Yeah. So you're, you're like there with a fork and you've got like some <laughs> spam like kind of glistening on the end. You're like... <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> like every, t- I really like it, but yeah. See, I reckon if you if you came round, John and Nick and I cooked you a lovely spam dinner. Before yeah. we cooked it, you would look at us and just go, "No." We, I think, yeah. the best way that we could get John into spam is we don't show him what it looks like yeah. before we've cooked it. Yeah, we'll ironically, it. the best way to get spam into John. <laughs> hey, come on! <laughs> we'll um, we'll serve up a delicious spam dinner. You'll tell us, which you will, how delicious that was, and then. You could go away and see what's inside the tin yourself and discover that for yourself. Yeah, I, I say put it put it in a sandwich. If it's hidden in bread, I'd probably. Oh, I'm, yeah, not sure I'd, I'm not sure I'd eat it in a sandwich. I'd eat it in a sandwich. If it was cooked, I'd have to do something with it first. I wouldn't. Just, I would just want... put it from the tin into bread. You don't really you... want like a, a sheaf to get in the way of you and the flavour. No, that's what you're saying. That's just, just that's just distraction. Definitely not. Just tip it right in, Popeye style. 
Does it? Is there a lot of juice? Do you get like um, no, there's no squeezings? Juice. No juice. No, it's not juice. No it's juice. Uh, there's a there's a sort of jelly. Yeah, it's kind just, of it's a, res- a resin. Opaque, a sort of resin. <laughs> a natural resin. A natural, yeah, resin. But rub rub that on your fence posts, and they're, yeah. they're oh yeah, they'll they're keep good, for years. Rub, that, year rub that on your fence posts, and you'll get three more nights of spring. Yeah, exactly. Rub it on your gums, and it's really like it's a lot like heroin. Yeah. I thought anyway. you were going to say like rub it on your fence posts. You get three more fence posts. Like they're <laughs> sprouting, <laughs> kind of like Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. But they're made of spam and perish very easily, very quickly. Yeah, it's like you draw the curtains at night. It's like a faint yellow glow coming from dun, the garden. All the spam's active tonight. The spam fences are growing, children. Come, come look. Come gather round the glow of the spam. Anyway, um, we've got another hate here from uh, Daniel Gibbs, friend of the show. Gibbo. The gi- Gibbo. The oh, Gibbo. Gibbo. Uh, I think this is a marginally different Gibbo. This is a different Gibbo. Two Gibbs. Two what? Di- yeah. Two Gibbs? The brother's Gib. The brother's Gib. Um, <laughs> we need a different... He's like a, he can't be Gibbo then. He's got to be a different... We need to think of something else. Gib- Gibbs. Gibbs. Gibby. Dingo. The Dingo. Dingo. There you go. But right. I've given Dan- you that nickname, so you that's fine. But you can't then introduce yourself. Oh, we've, we've covered this. <laughs> Dan, Dan, you, you know everything's coming up. Everything's coming up, Dingo, for you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Daniel, the Dingo Gibbs, <laughs> writes. Um, I'm getting a real hatred for certain aspects of eBay. Oh uh, no! Oh, to explain, sorry to hear that, Dingo. I got, an, e- yeah, I got an eBay account last year, and I've been using it quite a lot. He's Here are some things I hate. One, okay. he's got a list. One, oh, automatic bids. Oh. The fact you can't see what the upper limit of these are, it sucks. Uh, da da da. Uh, so, um, I, I've got to admit, it's getting a little technical for me now. Um, I don't trust anybody on eBay. They're all okay. out to get you. I uh, probably ordered. I got. I ordered a vintage um, uh, computer screen Ooh. monitor stand Lovely. off eBay the other day, and it felt like I was going back in time. It felt like uh, 2007. I'm like, oh, eBay. Yeah. Ooh, how current! I've bought loads of shit off eBay. I'm always buying shit off eBay. Socks, great. pants. Socks and pants for, for two. Yeah, that's, I actually forgot yeah. about that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it just seems so indecent. Yeah, they're all gone now. They all they all fell apart. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you tracked down you tracked down like a load of probably like antique Game Boys and stuff. Surely. Oh sure, yeah. Most of my uh, most of my retro collection comes from uh, comes from eBay. What a place! But you're right. It does feel like stepping back in time a little bit. Uh, he uh, he hates being. Uh, there's more. He goes. I hate being outbid at the last second. I shouldn't okay. need to explain this one. Uh, no, you don't. You don't, Dingo. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, sorry. This is great. It's just. I feel like you've not prepared this here. section, John. No, I, yeah, I definitely didn't read feels, this one in advance. Feels a bit raw. Oh, here's one. Listings that only let you collect in person. This would be oh. annoying anyway. But what do you do in a pandemic? What do you do in a pandemic? Well, I've been, se- yeah, I've been selling some stuff on Facebook, and I just like throw it at them. Yeah. When they come to the door, just throw it at them. <laughs> Get away! Get away! Get away! Disease-ridden filth. <laughs> what they're ringing the doorbell was like shotgun holes yeah. like yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. everywhere around the frame oh you've got to you've got to protect your own absolutely yeah but sorry, sorry Dan I feel we didn't really do you justice there uh, but you did get a nice uh, uh, nickname yeah you got a nickname I think that's a bonus and, for anybody um, really so Dan. you got a nickname out of it and you know spam's good so there's, there's two things and I do actually agree with you because I do feel that like eBay I mean Nick is probably the most cultured eBay user here <laughs> oh uh, you like a yogurt um, but uh, yeah, it hasn't really moved on, has it? As a platform, I like... wouldn't say I wouldn't say it has. Especially no, I, I I think being outbid at the last second that's just that's that's less eBay's fault 
<laughs> and more just something that happens from time to that's, time. That's it poor be, admin, if anything. You know, that's like that's like if I trip over uh, in the street and I blame Cheltenham for that. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people do. <laughs> I do feel that like you know, there's like an understanding that when you go into eBay, you should enter with like a knife and a handful of salt. You know, oh, yeah. and then it's like good luck. See you yeah. on the other side. It's a it's a wild frontier, and if you're wild back, then uh, then you'll survive. But that's it's a harsh only... landscape for harsh people. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're... Uh, and if there's one thing people say about me, it's like, oh, he's he's tough enough for eBay, definitely. Yeah. Well, um, here's uh, here's a here's a cultured hate for um, our, our regular correspondent Chris Ray. Uh, uh, Zahid writes, "Hawks hake. My hate is the book Fahrenheit four five one. Oh, yes, I love that. Don't book. get me wrong." I know it's an amazing novel, and Ray Bad- Bradbury is one of my favourite authors. Mm, me too. But it it essentially ends with, and there is a spoiler here. Oh, okay. That's, uh, I'll, 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 I won't read that crack one. Crack on. I'll, I'll probably skip that novel. It goes, but it essentially ends with, uh, cover your ears, uh, uh, Chris Ray. It goes, a, a bunch of nerds taking over the world because they can quote all the pretentious books. Well, that's the, that's the basic aim of this show, isn't it, I think? Now, yeah. should we... I think it goes without saying that everyone on this call has read Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, I think that's sure. like, yeah, I mean, obviously. It's the one, yeah, with, it's the one with Michael Moore in it. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. No, I, and um, uh, it, it's, uh, it's a hefty book, uh, at least uh, 400 pages, as I understand. Oh. Um, it's the one with the guy. The, yeah, you know, and he's... The guy um, does the things. And, it, uh, and there's uh, Thermometer? Yeah. It's probably a Joke, thermometer in it. Joking aside, I have read uh, a, the a opening book. five pages because I, I think it was like a something in in an English lesson. We had to like analyze analyze the opening five pages. That's all I've read. Yeah, I I I do know uh, why it's called that, um, but I have not read it. I've not heard of it or the author, and probably <laughs> won't remember it after we've recorded this. <laughs> in fact, I am blocking it from my memory yeah. now. It, is it seems, it seems like wasted about. memory, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> so, uh, Zahid, what I would say to you is, uh, using um, uh, Chris Ray as your litmus test, mm. um, maybe the book ain't so bad. Like, um, you've seen the alternative now. Um, so, uh, we have just a couple more, and then we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, moving on. But we have uh, Sim, Simon Poggleton IV, a long-time uh, fan of a show, writes, I hate trying to get promoted. It's Pardon. tough, hard work. It's a shame that to, it's a shame because he has to prove he's good at a job he already does, and in doing and in proving that he has to impress three people who he's never met. Mm. Very weird. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Like the idea that surely you should be trying to impress, or not even having to, people who do know what you do in the company, yeah. rather than going to some people who don't know who you are. So you may as well be a fucking stranger to them and expect them to understand that you've been doing a fucking bang up job. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. That sucks. My one defense is I feel I've, because I have such low aspirations in my job, uh, it does like, uh, like kind of not caring makes, makes it easier. Yeah. <laughs> in in fact, that's good. That's good advice for a lot of things. I think. Yeah. yeah. Stop, just stop caring yourself, and you just, won't just be stop caring bothered. about it. Yeah. Now if the problem is I, I, I would advise to. Simon to not care about the quality of his work, but I do know that he is a frontline uh, key worker. So maybe um, <laughs> do care. Care. <laughs> care. Yeah. Care. care Simon, Simon, we need you. <laughs> Please don't down tools. We need you to live. Please, uh, please, I don't want to. I don't want to die. I well, need you, Simon. But here's a nice one uh, to kind of sweeten the palate. He does have a love as well, oh, and he says, oh, how wonderful. "Now, Nick, this may resonate with you. Uh, I can't Oof. think why, but he says, I love creator projects. 
Recently, I backed a project on the Kickstarter. A solo RPG idea. Very excited for it. Need I say more? Yes. Say more. Say more. Stroke (laughs) stroke my ego, Simon. Um, yeah, that's a that's a, a cunning little plug. Do you want to do you want to do you want to elaborate? Let's sure. let's say yeah. there's one person in this call that doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, just for well, imaginaries. Let's just let's just imagine. Let's just, let's just, imagine. just pretend that one of us doesn't um, know what he's talking about. I am indeed running a Kickstarter at the moment oh. for a solo RPG rulebook that I've created. A solo RPG is a game kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, but you play on your own with yourself because we're all alone and sad at the moment. And you can't play D and D with your friends, so why not play it on your own? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like D and D, but but avoiding any of the awkward social stigma yeah. that may come with that because you're on your own, basically. Yeah. But don't tell anyone you're playing it because then, the, sti- no. <laughs> then the stigma down. comes in you again. You don't want any interaction whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, the way it works is it's like um, solo RPGs typically work with journaling as their primary mechanic. So it's like you're keeping a journal of your adventures. Oh. And my my rule book allows you to sort of have random occurrences that happen to you and then you interpret them. And it's kind of like a writing exercise in a way, but also an adventure set in a fantastical world. Um, And yeah, it's currently on Kickstarter at the moment and it's doing rather well, which is nice because uh, it's always good to have a little bit of a win. So So. um, without uh, quoting uh, numbers, uh, could you at least say in percentages how, how much you have exceeded your goal by? Well, what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the way Kickstarter works is it tells you, uh, it, you you set a goal for how much you want to raise. And if you go beyond that in the money that you've raised, it starts to uh, give you a percentage, which obviously no longer makes any sense. So um, <laughs> I am now at 10,000% of my goal. <laughs> God. <laughs> So, um, yes, it's, yeah, it's, it's going all right. It's all right. Yeah. It's going, it's <laughs> going right. okay, yeah. Could, could do better, but there we yeah. go. Yeah, I'm aiming for 20. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it, honestly, it's been amazing. And everyone, Simon included, who's got behind it and supported it, um, you're making my month very exciting and cool. So that's that's very cool. So if anybody wanted to find it, Nick, uh, how yes. would they go If they want to find that? it, um, they could, the best shot is probably going to kickstarter.com. Um, oh. And searching for a game called Colossal, and this is this is very clever because it's it's spelled spelled colostomy. <laughs> and it's it's, all a, about it's that. a silent me. <laughs> if you want to go on an adventure through somebody's bowels, here's your chance. No, um, Colossal spelt like a castle, so it's C O L O S T L E because it's about a colossal castle. You see, classic. So it's Colossal. Colossal spelt like castle with S-T-L-E at the end. Um, and if you search that or solo RPG and Kickstarter, you will find it. Uh, it's the one that's 10,000% funded. I cannot stress enough. It's one that makes all those other scrubs look like losers. <laughs> 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 um, you, should, you, should, you should put a link in the uh, Facebook group. Yes, I will. I will do that. That's a good idea. Yes. I have had a couple of people comment on the Kickstarter saying that they are listeners of a show called Hate, which is oh cool. I think Simon was one of them. Rutro. Rutro. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, well, um, uh, a big thank you to uh, our listeners. Um, you uh, Do join our Facebook group if you want to share little gripes and have our ill-informed op- opinions. We read, th- we yeah. read them uh, out about them. once every year. Yeah, but it's a special occasion when we. It is, but but if we if we have lots, then we'll then you'll force our hand. If, so if, if yeah, if you send lots, <laughs> it means we don't have to think of any of our our own. Yeah, and we can just do a, listen, a special listener show, and we don't have to think of any. 
And believe so maybe, me, those, those are holidays yeah, from this maybe oh, like, terrible burden of doing this yeah, god-awful exactly. show. So maybe pull your fingers out. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, loves. I think, I think we need to bring some loves. Chris Ray, kick us off. Chris Ray, Chris Ray. Snow. Chris Ray. Rev. Snow. Snow. S- uh, snow. I love snow. I love it. Oh, yeah, of course. This is loves. This Sorry, is loves. I got so confused then. I love it. I thought you hated it, snow. It, I was it like, reminds what? me of my inner child. Yes. Because we've had snow that recently. We had snow last weekend. And we it went did. out the back and we built snowmen and it was really, really good. It was good snow good as well. Snow. Like it was proper snow. Proper snow, proper it was snow the, yeah. The kind of snow you hope for and we never get, yeah. but we did. And it's the kind of snow that makes me, you know, empty an aerosol out my bedroom window every yeah. night, you know, because... <laughs> Got to assist that global uh, warming. Yeah, it's great. Well, Liz, it's Liz, the kind Liz, of snow... Liz revealed to me she'd never built a snowman. So last <gasps> week we built a snowman together. Oh, that's lovely. And the dog was only a minor, minor hindrance. The um, family sorry. across the road from us built possibly the largest snowman I've ever seen in my life. Very good. Wow. They're very impressive. They were rolling like a like a car, like in a cartoon, like when yes. someone's rolling like a massive ball of snow. They were actually doing that up the road. I was, was very impressive because I rolled rolled it across the field out the back of our house. It was bloody hard work, but it was very yeah. very rewarding when you see we, the finished um, we snowman. Went, we went to the field across from our house, and it was full of snowmen. Like like loads of people had just been having a field day making snowmen. And what was great is that every single one had a quirky Lovecraftian horror element nice. to each of them. Each of them looked like a haunting, like semi-humanoid figure that would haunt your dreams. And uh, and not only did I go around photographing all of them with great fervor to add to a sort of database of monsters that I've got in my phone now, but there was also a, a, like a group of kids, like three kids, who were just going from snowman to snowman, beelining, just kicking the shit out of them. <laughs> So I was like one snowman ahead of them taking pictures to record them for posterity. <laughs> that's an inter- like that's an interesting thing though. Like if you if you um open your curtains and you've got that big field out there and it's pristine white Ooh. and you see a single snowman on it, you're like, oh that's charming. That's mm. like a postcard. You see two snowmen, you're like, oh that's industrious. At what point does it become creepy? Well, like, yeah, I feel yeah, like we, 50 snowmen is a problem. We looked out the back because <laughs> you can see out the, onto the field from one of the windows in our house and it was just an army out there. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's mildly threatening. That's a bit scary. And, and they all look a bit weird because they're all made by a different hand. Mm. And so they all have different ideals of either how lazy they might be, how bored they got midway through, or yeah. their potential idea of what a person looks like. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many carrots did you see? Uh, none. We had we had one, cow. and I think the dog ate it. Because yeah. snow is so rare, like in the UK. Like if if it happens, you've got to get on it. Like, and That's I think thing. you're not going to have a character hand. Well, last no. last Sunday I was supposed to be doing important house and work related things, and I just wanted to go out and play. I said, <laughs> yeah. "Can't we go out and play?" Let me play. <laughs> You were doing though. your accounts. I was. Like, I was. That's exactly what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> you were running around the car like... Whoa, 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 whoa. I was. I was like, I want to go out and play. <laughs> I saw one snowman who had a mask on. So nice. Oh, that's, that's nice. clever. That's topical. That's, one, that's, that's one. a mask that an actual person will no longer be wearing then. That's good news. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so that's that, I guess. That's that. I can't cool. really say much more. I've okay, got so, oh, oh, okay. It's Nick's oh, turn, fine. John. Oh, fuck I'm sorry. I, I keep forgetting that Nick exists. Take yeah. over Nick's yeah. spot. It's very I'm easy sorry. to forget I exist. I make very little impact on the world. My love, um, I've discovered a new crisp. Oh, a new John. A what's new your genus. love? <laughs> <laughs> Swinging a miss. So, um, listen, 
shut up and listen to me. This is my time. And I'm going to tell you about some new crisps I found. <laughs> They're called... I've got them here. Oh, no. Oh, hello. They're called Curly. Oh, my goodness me. Right? Um, I don't think they are of uh, this country. This earth? Yeah. <laughs> they are... Get this. They are peanut... And chili flavor. Oh my god! And they're but they're like what's it? They're like puffs. Oh, okay. they are. They are incredible. They taste like satay, like a satay curry. Oh, that was so nice. Ooh, that Ooh. And I bought a pack uh, at random because I thought peanut flavored puffs. That sounds mental. I got it from a corner shop really close to us. Went home, ate the bag in about four minutes, nice. and it's a big bag. It's a big boy. And so I went back that evening and I bought all the rest <laughs> of them that they Brilliant. that they had. Which is like five more bags. <laughs> and I ate like five bags and a cashier's finger. When I went up to the counter, I said, do you have any more packs of curlies? <laughs> Spitting them all over the glass. Do you have any, you have any packs of curlies in the back? I, think, more... I think any new food any new food substance that causes you to put down the hot dog for like five minutes. <laughs> like the one I'm some... always holding. <laughs> I always have my lucky hot dog in one hand, which makes a lot of my daily tasks difficult. But I put it like, down for this. Because you said, like, my love is some crisps, and I've got them here. And my question is, did you bring a pack up in preparation, or are they, are they never less than an arm's length away from you? So I always have one pack in each room nice. of the house. That's a good call. So that, so that that way, if I, if, I, if I want a curly, I can have one. Um, I've bought a lot of bulldog clips as well, so I can like close the packs so that they stay fresh. But they're still good stale, amazingly. They're incredible, these new crisps. I suggest you find some. It's all, yeah, it's weird. It's like, uh, Once again, we know, don't have a sponsor for this show. What was never born can never die. So you know, <laughs> it's like they're always fresh. Yeah, I mean, the ingredients, it's really weird. The ingredients is just a black box, like just an opaque <laughs> black box. Um, and, and that's it. There's no words in it. Which is, which is weird. And when you shine a black light on it, there's symbols there yeah. that I've never that I've never seen. And that doesn't mean that they're alien symbols or anything like that. It's just that I don't know them. But Yeah, and um, it's like and you know, and the address on the back, like all the text on the back, like kind of looks different to everyone who views it. Like uh, Yeah, yeah, that's it. And and when you read it, it puts pictures into your mind which then come alive in your dreams. Yeah. Um but that's you know. And it's when you, when you scan cultures. the barcode, it, the machine just starts screaming. <laughs> and it's not even like an electric scream. It sounds no. like a human scream. Yeah, That was that was weird because I bought five, obviously. So there were five screams when I bought and them. And they were all different. Uh, each scream was different. Yeah. 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 One of them, I think, was a zebra screaming. Yeah. And have you ever heard a zebra scream? I was just, I just knew it was a zebra yeah, somehow. For some I reason. That's how I knew that. <laughs> but I guess zebras are living barcodes, so it does make sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I often... <laughs> That is what they, that is what they refer to as nature's barcode. <laughs> I've, so, um, I've got a love. Oh. Curly's, buy them now. I've got a love. Go on. I, uh, I love, um, it's got quite a crisp. I love um, <laughs> urban exploration. That's what I love. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Well, what what, have you what been doing urban this? area have you been exploring? Well, not me, because I don't go anywhere oh, right, anymore. But I found uh, some fun videos online of Ooh. people... It's a little bit illegal, oh, but no. um, nice. kind of As like um, finding like abandoned subway stations sure. and stuff and going I... into like... Oh, I do love shit like this. Mm, yes. Yeah, going into the places they're not supposed to go into. It's very interesting. Ooh. It's very exciting. Yeah. Like um, there's this dude who... Um, he's a bit weird, actually, because he doesn't have much of like an online presence. But like I found this video and it was like exploring bits of New York 
with this dude. And they were like exploring underground New York with like Steve Duncan, as if like Steve Duncan was Would an important something. person yeah. Or, yeah, or something. Sounds it. But like they went uh, into the underground where they shouldn't and they found like an abandoned station, which is pretty cool. And cool. he and he had uh, in another thing he had like um, like a tool for getting like manhole covers up. Oh yeah. So they were just like walking around New York in like at two a.m. and he was like you know in a park and like okay coast is clear and he just like put the hook down and like lift this massive manhole cover up Fuck and then they go down into like this ancient kind of sewer and um, it was just so like weird and and uh, bizarre and and there's another guy who um, he's a bit weird. Because he, I think he walks the line between. I can't tell if he might be like a secret asshole or something. Like you know, he's breaking into places and stuff, and I can't tell. Like he seems to do a lot of stuff in like the old Soviet bloc, like tons of like abandoned buildings Uh, and stuff. Yeah, and we watched one earlier, where I don't know where the hell it was because he doesn't he doesn't obviously tell where it's happening, but it was like an old Soviet bunker, like a kind of. I guess like a like a nuclear bunker. It was built in like 1971, and to get in, oh, this is grim. <laughs> like to get in, they had to go through this pipe, which was just big enough for like a human to like squeeze through. Oh my god! And halfway down the pipe, because it kind of curved, there was like um like a like a valve, a valve like a, a kind of disc. Right. So you had to like squeeze around the disc. Oh my god! And then some previous explorers had taken like a hacksaw down with them and they'd cut like a, a a hole in the side of the pipe, like, um, like the size of a tea tray. Right. So you'd have to like squeeze down on your belly. Good. If through this really claustrophobic kind of pipe, I then go through a valve and then lower yourself down through this kind of hole, this it's, tiny hole. This seems like a lot of effort for something that somebody built over. Well, yeah, that's a weird thing. And then they got into this massive underground complex, which was just like room after room after room, which was abandoned. Mm. And they found a room full of shoes. Oh, no, that's, no. that's not what you want. We're back to shoes again. They found like rooms of just like tongues of like boxes all kind of sealed up. And they opened one. It had like a, a Geiger counter in it. Whoa. You know, they found like um, what I guess would have been like a church. Like... It was meant to. Yeah, they found a room full of like massive tanks of water, you know, and yeah. it, it and they found and that's where they worked out it was 1971 because they had a guy who could read Russian and he looked at a label and that and it's like I don't. They built it and abandoned it. It was insane. That's insane. This Can whole, you share, share the link for that? I want to see yeah. that. That's yeah, I will. Good. I will. It's 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 pretty like, and the idea and then at right at the end, there was like a, a little clip after the credits, if you will, of them like escaping out of like. Uh, an underground station, like a subway. Uh. So I don't know if it was somehow like under a city. It was it was insane. Well, there's a lot of cities because we went to Seattle a couple of years ago and the whole of Seattle is built on top of another city that, that's just, that was just abandoned. Lowell. Yeah. And that's so that... The low, the low town. The low town. But they do tours of that. We, we went there legally to the, to the okay. low town. That's probably always, that's probably for the best. I'm always amazed about that sort of thing. Because aren't there places in London you can go yeah, I'm sure where there would be. there's like an underground street, yeah. which is basically like a Victorian street that they just bricked over. Well, there's a like, place um, in Edinburgh you can do that, and Ali and I did that. We we went there, yeah. and they've got this, there's this because Edinburgh's a, a lot of Edinburgh's built on old medieval Edinburgh, and there is literally a street that you can walk down. It's crazy steep, but it's got buildings on the sides. But then you look up, 
and there's just like sort of structures and then and then just ceiling and and then there's a street up there how does that even work i know i i, I couldn't get my head around it because i was i was desperately trying to get my head into like this is where people lived and walked and worked you know but there was a ceiling on it it was so weird but who makes the decision one day like i'm looking out my window now of like the street i live on and someone goes yeah i think we need the world to be like 30 foot higher so we're <laughs> yeah. just gonna like brick over all your houses that's insane someone someone's yeah. ultimately just got to make that call <laughs> Well, apparently, At some point. Part of what someone's like, yeah, let's build over it. Yeah, the issue with Edinburgh was that they were building higher and higher because they needed to like have more people, obviously. Um, and then it got to the point that the height was unsafe with the current building technology they had, so they just raised the floor. Mm. <laughs> then you're not as high anymore. I think it, I, I think in Seattle the toilets are overflowing, so they just built on top. Just, I think that's, just that again. is that is pretty much true. I think I've nutshelled it a bit there, but. To be honest, that is the city planning equivalent of John putting a rug over that floorboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we can't, we can't fix that. We'd have to tear the whole thing Let's down. just build another city. Have Done. Seen, have you seen how much human feces is flowing down the high street right yeah. now? We can't fix that. No one can fix We're that. We're not going to fix that. I'll just build it. on top of it. Just start how again. You get like a mountain's worth of dirt, ship it in, yeah. Yeah. and then just pour it on everything. Pretty, pour the dirt on pretty everything. Pretty much. And then it's someone else's problem. Yeah, it's the it's the that's it's for, the folk who got stuck down there. It's their problem then. <laughs> yeah, we didn't evacuate. Yeah, we didn't. So... We didn't tell anyone well, what we were doing, but you know. <laughs> um. Well, I guess on that note, if we've exhausted that avenue of pleasure, mm. avenue, uh, a city oh, joke. I, I meant good, to do that. It was clever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we've 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 come to uh, the the moment in our rigid and unchanging format mm. where we have to decide. Have to. What's one? Love or hate? Um, I like snow, but if someone called like themselves the icicle, I wouldn't like that very much. So I'll go with hate. No. <laughs> I, uh, in order to make it exciting, I'm going to go with love. Ooh. Put it on, John. Put it on, John. What is John going to do? Oceans or cityscapes, John? I'm, yeah, I'm going to go love because I really do hate the ocean. And... Um, I feel uh, I want to spite uh, a Chris Rayman yes. the Rev Ray, basically. Yeah, call, me, so, call me the Rayman. <laughs> um, so on that note, um, yeah. Um, what an Nick, episode it's been. What a, I've had what a, a time we've had and what ta- a time a wild you, time. listener, must have had with us. We need to do our thank yous, as we always do. So I would like to thank um, Alice for her constant and unwavering support. Um, I'd like to thank... Uh, the ocean mm. for for giving me something to strive against. Yeah, I would like to thank our window cleaner um, because I think he's due soon, um, and the windows are a bit dirty. So I'd like to thank him in advance for cleaning the right. windows. Great. I'd also uh, like to thank the uh, the previous resident of your house who uh, yeah. continues to receive uh, Colgate through the post. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks to him, my my teeth are improving daily. They're- they're looking great. Thank you. Yeah. You know, beaming. I can't, I can't wait until I'll get to smell that minty, minty, minty aura uh, from a safe Once, distance. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. If there's one thing we know about being in a room with Chris, it's I'll that. just come and breathe fresh, through the letterbox. That'll be, that'll be my next job. Oh, that'll be great, actually, if you don't mind. Minty freshness through the letterbox. Yeah, there's no coronavirus threat. Definitely there, not. Right?